to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that finds the human interest in the grim, unending tale of woe that pours from the wounded heart of the heartless metropolis. My name is John Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. And my name is Christopher Winter, and I am also Jim Davis. Chris, you know, it's Monday, June 26th, 1978, and uh, we're looking at the newspaper here. Um... And uh, I'm, I'm seeing this Garfield comic strip. I, second ever week. <laughs> the second big week of the Garfield series. And what a week it is, John. Um, who is this guy? Like, who is this cat? This fat cat? Like, who? I, I, I just, I want to know can who think he of is. No better way, I can think of no better way to learn the answer to that question than to listen to a daily podcast exploring it for the rest of time. <laughs> But which one, Chris? Uh, I would go with the first and the original myself. Yeah, I would too. All right. Well, moving right along, I'll start things so, off with a brief synopsis. What happens in this in this strip, John? Well, in this strip, Garfield sits on a bookshelf, bragging about how awesome he is, and then gets his comeuppance. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. The way you the way you describe this the strip. It seems action-packed. You feel like you're right there, don't you? Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, the way you describe it, it sounds as if something actually happens in this strip. Whereas, in fact, when you look and read it, essentially nothing occurs. No, it's, it's a it's, very static strip. It's three frames of a cat sitting on the top of a bookshelf. But we do get two very distinct angles. That's true. That's true. We're, we're still getting the uh, camera zooming in and out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, middle strip, always without a line around it. I don't know if I hadn't noticed that until recently. I don't think we mentioned that before. And I think that yeah. that's that's kind of a Garfield hallmark. I yeah, panel one has yeah. a box around it. Panel three has a box around it. Yeah. Panel two, no box. Yeah. It, it's It's different. It's different from the other yeah. two panels. Mm, it's it's the, I mean, panel two is often when the unexplained paranormal phenomena <laughs> occur. Um, Furniture disappears, what have you. Well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what just jumps right out at me looking at, mm-hmm. at this panel. Right. Um, I see a ceiling. Mm-hmm. I don't believe we've ever seen a ceiling in Garfield before. <laughs> I believe this a, is the first ever occurrence. A very minor milestone. <laughs> the first ceiling to appear in a Garfield, Garfield strip. Well, you know, for all those fans out there who are wondering, you know, does Garfield and John's house only have walls and floors, you know? Mm-hmm. People wondered. Um, John, as long as we're diving into the unimportant minutia of this strip... <laughs> Can we have a? Can we talk briefly about what we see on the bookshelf? Oh, please! Yeah, I, I was, I was going to mention. Um, that, so. Oh, you were going to get into that? <laughs> no, but I, I want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> well, okay. I see a. I see a row of books. No surprise there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I see uh, on the the top row. Well, some I don't know if I would call. Oh, oh, you're talking about the bottom row. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the top row, I see a few books, pot with the flower with some mm-hmm. flowers, uh, and a picture frame with picture in it. Now, a that's, very tiny okay. picture. Yeah, nothing crazy there. Nothing crazy there. That's like a wallet photo that's been framed. Mm. It is quite, you know, we could get into the relative sizes of things uh, <laughs> later because now that I'm looking at this, Garfield is enormous. <laughs> he looks like a, he looks like the size of a, a puma. Yeah, he does, or a sand cat or something. A cougar or something, yeah. so, you know, lurking. Okay, but what I, what I was driving towards is the middle row, the middle shelf that we see there on this bookshelf. Uh, we That's see the uh, uh, Arbuckle family china. Yeah, we see a tea set decoratively displayed with the uh, the teacups in a row in front, and the saucers sort of uh, sitting, you know, offset, kind of leaning up against the wall. Um, John, is this the bookshelf that you would have pictured for John Arbuckle? Because I'm going to be honest with you, it's not what I would have pictured. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting that you zero in on the uh, on the tea the tea set because um, I found that pretty unremarkable. Do you think Do you think it's weird that he, there's four cups and only three plates or saucers? I was yes, yes, I do. Okay. I think that's. I mean, to your point, is it unremarkable? Perhaps so. Uh, there's not a lot that's remarkable about <laughs> today's strip, and I'm, I, I'm just saying. Um, this bookshelf, this is to me is the bookshelf of a very fussy gentleman. Uh, I had imagined John Arbuckle being uh, a little more slovenly. Maybe the bookshelf, uh, or maybe that maybe the house like belongs to his mother or something. Oh, you know, or maybe his mom, maybe his mother decorated it for him because because that that would be in keeping with the, um, you know, him being kind of a man's man. It's very possible that his mother decorated it. Especially I don't those think it flowers. belongs to his mother. Look at those I flowers. Think his parents, yeah, I think his parents live on a farm. I think that's, oh, that's a, right. a thing we, we right. find out later in the... His parents, is his, his parents' farm the farm in U.S. Acres? It's probably that. I mean, you know, when you put it in that context, like this is the bookshelf of a guy who grew up yeah. In sort of a oh. rural, dirty environment. So now he's putting on airs. He's trying to seem more refined. He's running away from uh, from his past, I would say. What bothers me myth. about the bookshelf is, is mm-hmm. those two books on top. Right. What, why not just put those in the same row as all the same shelf as all the other books? There's clearly room for two there more books there. There is space, actually, now that you mention it. It looks um, weird to me. You know, I hadn't noticed that, but it does kind of look weird. Um, I think it's astounding that we've taken as long as we have talking about the bookshelf <laughs> in this strip. It's the first it appearance speaks, of the bookshelf. I think it speaks to the strip's weakness. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot going on here. Uh, I think Garfield's face in panel three is kind of funny. That's about all I can say for it, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, 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 he does look at the camera, which I find kind of endearing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, not, not really a whole lot going on. Um, we don't have any weird shadows to complain about. 
No. So I, I, guess... I, I think I feel like this one's pretty unremarkable. Yeah. Not a lot to say about it. One thing that you know, you remember yesterday's strip, of course. Right. Garfield oh. was. Do I? Was talking our first, about how awesome. Our first cats are. Sunday. Yes. And he's doing the same thing in this one, so it's it's kind of like a spiritual successor in that way. Mm, yeah, he's yeah. talking up cats, though. You know, in the Sunday strip, he uh, he was talking up cats, and then. Um, John got his comeuppance, mm. and Garfield ended up on top. Uh, and here it's sort of uh, reverse. Yeah. Garfield's maybe the end, um, um, afraid of heights. Maybe as as we as we go through this this journey that we're on, maybe we should keep like a, a running tally of of like how many times Garfield quote unquote you know wins, and how many times mm. he loses. That's an interesting point. I wonder, I wonder, you know, I, I don't have a good handle on whether he wins more than he loses. Because I would have, I, I would have thought before we started this that, that, he, mm-hmm. that he wins more. But, uh, you know, now, now I'm, I, I'm not so certain anymore. Yeah, I, um, why? I mean, he's not a lovable loser, but uh, let, let's keep an eye on that. I think we may, I think we may have exhausted the potential of this particular <laughs> strip. To, to stimulate conversation. And you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the only podcast you are currently listening to. You can support the show by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and, of course, by telling all your friends about the, about it. about And by telling all your friends about, about the show. Please visit our blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can leave a comment or send us an email. Chris, where can listeners find you on the internet? Listeners can find me on Twitter at GarfieldLover99. <laughs> Is that really your Twitter handle? I mean, it could be. I could, I could definitely set that up before this goes to air. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm at Jim Davis. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and bye for now. See you all again tomorrow.